0: Hello brothers and sisters, I'm very happy to be with you to start a new week of teachings. This week I'm going to talk about only believe. It'll be a simple message, but it'll be quite profound. Father, I acknowledge that it is you that work it in me both to will and to do it your good pleasure. Holy Father, this is your opportunity to speak to my brothers and sisters, I yield my spirit to you to be influenced moderately by your spirit. Give me the words of eternal life to bless, to edify, actually to do whatever you want to do this week as I release your words. Bless moderately, Father. Heal and deliver. Educate, Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus, amen. Let's go to Luke, the 11th chapter, and let's start at the fifth verse. And he said unto them, which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, friend, lend me three loaves? For a friend of mine in his journey is come to me and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, trouble me not. The door is now shut and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him. Because he is his friend, yet because of his important unity, he will rise and give him as many as he needed. You know, I got good friends. I got friends, you know, that if my, my vehicle or something was broke down, I would call them. They would come help me. Help me change the tire. help me fix my vehicle. If I had to move, I got friends. They will come and help me tote my furniture or whatever and most of the time I'm a, you, you, when you say what I owe you most of them going to say oh man just don't worry about it buy something to eat or something they might not even say that I would know to do that and I would still pay them but what I'm saying is they might be offended if I was trying to pay them you see what I'm saying if, if it's something you know that Is no problem to them. You understand? So Jesus is about to take an example of what a natural man would do. And he want to show you that his words are more powerful than the words of a natural man. His love is more intense than the love of natural people. No one loves like the Lord. But we have his love in us, for we are the love children of a love God. Somebody need to say that. Say I'm a love child of a love God. Say this, I say I have the God kind of love on the inside of me. Now, the reason I'm talking about only believe is because in today's uh, atmosphere, it's a lot of negativity. And there's a lot of unbelief on your TV. Not only on your TV, you hear the unbelief at work. You hear the unbelief in your home. You hear the unbelief at the supermarket. Wherever you go, you most of the time you're going to hear unbelief. And I want to reveal to you that what people are saying, what the news is saying is extremely contrary to the word of God. See, the word of God says no evil shall befall you, neither shall any plague come now thy dwelling. And I have told people this before, and they act shocked. They, they agree with it with their mind, but they don't agree with it with their spirit. Because as soon as I read that to them, they get indignant. And they say, well, well, see, you got three types of people. You got people that are, are led by their body. I mean, they're heavily influenced by their body. If it's some pretty, uh, handsome guy, they got to have him, no matter if they're married or not. If it's some pretty woman, they got to have her, no matter if they're married or not, because they're body-led. Then you have people that are led by their mind. See, if you led by your mind, you're going to believe in science. And if you believe in science, see, only that means that Jesus couldn't walk on the water. That means that Moses couldn't part the Red Sea because it don't make any sense knowledge. You ever heard people say that don't make any sense knowledge or that don't make any sense? Or they say common sense will tell you this and common sense will tell you that. See, you got most, a lot of people that's read, led by their senses. They're led by the sense realm, the mind. See the mind and all that is, is is tied into the senses. What you see for we walk, By faith and not by sight, them that are led by the spirit. But of them that are led by the body, they walk by the body. And them that are led by the mind, they walk by the senses, what they see, what they done read in books, what they see on TV, what they hear at the supermarket. But the spirit led person is led by what the word says, no matter what the body says and no matter what the mind says and only believe. Only believe what? Only believe the word. See, so you have to make a decision that you're going to believe the word over your body, that you're going to believe the word over your senses, for you walk by faith and not by your sight or by your senses. You don't walk by what you hear or what you see or what you taste, touch, and feel. You only walk by the word, by faith in the word. Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Well, at verse 9, we had Luke 11 and 9, it says, I say unto you, ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asks it, receive it. Do you believe God's words? This is Jesus. You know, a lot of times in most Bibles, they'll highlight the words of Jesus in red. Well, I can show you. I can prove to you if I had enough time how people read this and don't really believe it. But, you know, you got to be a person of your word. You know, my wife will tell you, uh, I remember one of the kids after one time, I told them I was going to do something. They said, "But Dad said he's going to do that. Uh, You think he's going to do it? She said, if he told you that? He's going to do it. You know, are you a person of your word? Or do you lie? Are you a person that's deceptive, deceiving? See, if you have those kind of characteristics, it'll be hard for you to believe God's word because you think everybody is like you. You think everybody exaggerates or you think everybody's fanatical or, or, or try to deceive a person to believe that you're something that you're not. Or you'd have done something that, you know, I remember when I was in school, guys that lie and say they slept with this woman. i have seen grown men in their 30s and 40s do that and lie on the woman and stuff of that nature. Well, a person like that can't have faith because they 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 don't even believe their own words. They know they're lying. So when you when you the type of person that lies all the time, of course you can't have faith because you believe everybody are like you. However you are, that's how you really think everybody is. Well, God is not like that. God is not a man that he should lie. See, I got that from the Word. See, because he said, for everyone that asks receive it. People say they ask God. I asked God to get me all drugs, and he didn't do it. Well, the Bible says, for everyone that asketh, receive it, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. If a son shall ask bread, Of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? if he ask a fish, will he give for a fish, give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If ye be in me evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask? Now let me ask you this. If you ask the Lord to fill you with the Holy Spirit, did he do it? Do you believe it? If you say, Lord Jesus, fill me with the Holy Spirit, and you start speaking in tongues, will it be the tongues of the devil? It couldn't be. Because if you ask Jesus for it, he's going to give you the real thing according to what is written. Brothers and sisters, i only begun. I had a lot to say, but guess what? I'm out of time. We'll talk some more tomorrow. Be blessed. Hello, brothers and sisters. We're talking about only believe. Father, I commit this ministry work unto you, and you have promised to establish my thoughts. I bless the hearers of these words. Blessed are your ears, for they do hear. And blessed are your eyes, for you do perceive. I call you blessed, and you are highly favored. You are more than a conqueror. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I want you to say this confession with me. Say, I believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And I am a partaker of his divine nature. Say that again. Say, I believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And I am a partaker of his divine nature. Now, there's a scripture in Peter that talks about that. I'll let you find it. You can Google search on your Bible app or you on the Internet. Just put in partaker of his divine nature and you'll find that scripture. i do that to try to get you interested in reading the word. Now, let me ask you this. When the Bible says if you believe on Jesus Christ, you are a partaker of his divine nature, did you believe it? See, if you believed it, you would act differently. If you believe it, you wouldn't need anybody to pray for you. You would believe that you were a partaker of the divine nature of God, and you had God living on the inside of you as it is written. And you would simply say, Lord, I thank you that you're living on the inside of me. And you are aware that this sickness is in my body. Therefore, because I am a partaker of your divine nature and you're living on the inside of me, I command this sickness to be brought under subjection to the word of God, to be brought under subjection to the divinity that's on the inside of me. Now, it's another scripture that says greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Jesus said that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Now, say this. Say, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Say it again. Say, greater is the Lord Jesus Christ that is in me than he that is in the world. The Lord Jesus Christ is living on the inside of you in the form of the Holy Spirit. The Father is living on the inside of you in the form of the Holy Spirit. One place he said, we would come and make our abode in you. The mystery that was here before the foundation of the world is Christ in you, the hope of glory. The reason I need you to say these confessions is, is because this word won't benefit you until you have a consciousness that greatness is on the inside of you. Is God great? Well, you wouldn't lie you wouldn't be lying if you said greatness was living on the inside of you, right? You wouldn't be being arrogant if you said that, right? Why? Because the word of God says that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So when you say greatness is on the inside of you, uh, uh, inside of me, how you should make it personalized, you're only affirming God's word. Satan has built weakness and sin consciousness into the majority of the people. I'm trying to reverse that, and I will reverse that as your hearing accelerates. As you listen and be obedient until the instruction of the Holy Ghost, you will begin to build a righteousness consciousness within you, a victory consciousness within you. When you begin to acknowledge every good thing that's on the inside of you, acknowledge that God is at work in you, both the will and the do of your good pleasure, then you can say, By my prayers, this is gonna happen. Do you believe that you could Personally pray for something big in the government, big in the city government, state government, national government, and the Lord will move because of your individual prayer? You know, most people don't believe that. They they don't they won't pray because they think that they're unimportant. They think that, well, I know somebody already prayed that. What if Satan is tricking us that, that make us think that everybody has prayed about this and everybody has prayed about that? What is, what is my little prayer going to do? What if he has been successful in causing Christians to believe that their prayers are insignificant? What if you begin to take your place and believe that divinity is on the inside of you, that you all partake of God's divine nature, that the, that the devil and that a virus and that cancer and that any of these things cannot kill you because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world? What if you really believe God's word and realize that he's not like man, that he should lie? When he said that no evil shall befall me, neither shall any plague come nigh my dwelling. What if you really believe that? Do you know the way you believe it is to constantly confess it until the word consciousness, the divinity consciousness, the God inside consciousness, the son consciousness, the eternal life consciousness is built into your being? Till you become that, you can only become what you confess. You would never rise above your confession. If you would dare to confess what God says about you, you'll be a powerhouse. You'll no longer be a slave, but you'll be a master over the devil. The devil has made people slaves to his fear, slaves to his sicknesses, slaves to his poverty. But you are no longer slaves, you have become the master of Satan. And it's time for you to enslave him. It's time to put for you to put him on the run when you realize that you all partake of God's divine nature. 1 John, the 5th chapter, and at the 10th verse, it says, He that believeth on the Son of God hath the witness in himself. Do you believe that? Do you believe that you believe on the Son of God? Do you believe you have the witness in himself? You have to take the word of God and make it personal. You have to say, I believe on the Son of God, and I have the witness in myself. Hallelujah. That's what the Word says, 1 John 5 and 10. Will you believe God? Will you only believe? Will you only believe the Word? Will you let somebody else come talk you out of it, tell you you got to do this, this, that, and that, and that, and get God's favor, that you can't wear this, and you got to put on this, and you got to do that, and you're not holy, and you're not really spiritual, you're at a lower level, unless you do what they say? Well, the Word of God says, he that believeth on the Son of God have the witness in himself. He that believeth not God have made him a liar because he believeth not the record that God gave of his son. And this is the record that God have given to us eternal life, and this life is in his son. Do you believe on the Son of God? Do you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ? You have eternal life. You have eternal life. And this life is in his son. You are in Christ. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Verse 12 says, he that hath the Son hath life, and he that have not the Son of God hath not life. You can say to the sickness now, you can say, sickness, stop being in the name of the Lord Jesus, for I have the Son, and I have life. I have eternal life, but sickness will not lord it over me. I lord it over sickness. Sickness is not of God, it is of the devil. For the thief cometh to steal, kill, and destroy. God has come that I might have life, and I have it more abundantly. And you'll stop listening to your body. And you'll say, sickness, be gone in the name of Jesus Christ. And if your body don't respond right, then you'll still ignore your body. Because you'll only believe what the Spirit is saying. And the word of the Lord is the Spirit of life. The Spirit of life is in my mouth. The Spirit of life is on the inside of you when you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. He that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. Do you believe what Jesus is telling you? Do you believe on the name of the Son of God? Do you know what that name is? That name is the Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ. That is the password. That is the name that's above every name. That is the name that every knee is going to bow to and every tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. But you are a, a partaker of that divine nature. Your cells are different. Your blood is different. Your immune system is different. No evil shall befall you, neither shall any plague come now thy dwelling. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You are healed and not sick. You are rich and not poor. You are a major blessing. You must believe these things first, then later it come into manifestation. You have to believe that you're rich while you're poor. You have to believe that you're healed while you're sick. You have to believe that you're more than a conqueror while you're being conquered. And your confession and your words will overtake the devil. I got a lot to say. I'm out of time. Be blessed. Hello, friends. I'm glad to be with you one more time. We're talking about only believe. Holy Spirit, be unleashed today. Say whatever you want to say. Bless my brothers and sisters in the name of the Lord Jesus. Well, brothers and sisters, the other day I talked about people being dominated either by the body, or by the mind, or the senses, or by the Spirit of God. If you're dominated by your body, every time you get an ache and pain, every time you don't feel good, you're going to be defeated because you're dominated by your body and you're yielding to the body. Paul said in one place, I consider my, not my body. Him writing about Abraham, he said that Abraham considered not his body. Well anybody with good sense know that a a nine a ninety nine year old man and a seventy five year old woman can't have a baby Anybody with good sense know that right well, but they did Abraham and Sarah had one Anybody with good sense know that Jesus and peter can't walk on water right Anybody with good sense yeah but they did. Well, anybody with good sense know you need to take a shot and wear the mask to stop the co- catching the corona, right? See what see where I'm going with that. Now I didn't want to say that, but I'm I was influenced to say it. You don't have to die, brothers and sisters. And I'm not against you wearing or not wearing the mask. I'm not against you taking or not taking the shot. I really don't care. But on what I'm trying to say is, are you led by your senses? Are you led by your body or are you led by your spirit? You know, I read one place where it says no evil befalls me, neither shall any plague come not my dwelling. Well, if I was led by my senses, I would say, well, anybody with good sense know that you still got to do this and that. Even though the plague won't come, even though the plague won't come, God still gave you sense. How many of you have heard that? You see where I'm going with this? What I'm trying to do, brothers and sisters, is being very direct and blunt. I'm trying to get you to understand that you're going to have to adjust yourself to walk in the spirit. This is a small thing. You're going to have to believe the word over circumstances. What are you going to do? Suppose suppose you were broke, couldn't pay your rent, couldn't do this and that, and the Bible says, my God supplied all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Do you believe your bank account? Do you believe uh, uh, what it looks like in the natural? Well, anybody in good sense? With good sense, no, you can't pay your rent if you ain't got no money in your bank account. Yeah, but you can do it because the word will bring it in. The word says my God supplied all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Anybody with good sense know you got to go to the doctor and let, let them get your yearly checkup. And if you got cancer and listen and that, if you don't eat this and this and that, anybody with good sense know that. Yeah, but the Lord said, I'm the Lord thy God that healeth thee. By his stripes I was healed. And I done seen people heal by the land on the hands. I done seen people where they, uh, uh, I take my, my, my uh, a guy I used to work with, named Arbo. I saw him in Dollar General about two or three years ago. And he had he said, he said, Derek, I got a spot on my chest. Right there in the middle of dollar general. He said, I said, uh, he said, pray for him. I said, I'm gonna pray right now. Lay my hands on that. I say, spot be gone in the name of Jesus. And that was it. And I kind of forgot about it. He told one of my coworkers, talked to him on the phone. He told him, he said, Tell Derek that spot disappeared. See what I'm saying? Well, anybody with good sense know that, that that can't happen unless you go and get it either cut out or let radiation. Y- y'all see where I'm going with this? Don't be led by your senses, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Only believe what the word says, that no evil shall befall you, neither shall any plague come down thy dwelling. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that's risen against you in judgment, you shall condemn. You know why you shall condemn it? Because you are a partaker of God's divine nature. You have the great one living on the inside of you. God told Gideon that he was a mighty man of valor. And he was trying to convince him of it because he couldn't believe it because he had been surrounded and told that he was a nobody his whole life. I know you've been told that. I know you've been embalmed with unbelief. I know you've been going to religious churches where they teach you it's a blessing to, to not have a vehicle to live in poverty. I know they have told you that lie. I know they didn't told you your salvation is based off uh, this, that, and the other, according to their, what they say. You know what I'm saying? I know you've been born with creeds and, and been born with religion, but I come to tell you that God wants you to have the abundant life, and he wants you to have it more abundantly. He plainly said that Jesus became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. He plainly said that by his stripes, you were healed, and if you were healed, you are healed. He plainly said that Abraham considered not his body, but he was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Can you say glory to God? Say glory to God. Say glory to God. Well, if you just said glory to God, you are strong in faith. Say I am strong in faith. Say it again. I am strong in faith. Now say glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Now you've got the faith of Abraham on the inside of you, for God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Hallelujah. Let's go to Mark, the fifth chapter. And let's start at the 35th verse. It says, While he yet spake, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house, certain which said, Thou daughter is dead. Why troubles it thou the master and the father? Well, they knew any anybody with good sense know if the girl is dead, that's it. See what I'm see what I'm saying? Stop being led by your senses. Verse 36 it said, As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken. He said unto the ruler of the synagogue, be not afraid, only believe. That's what I'm talking about. Brothers and sisters, stop being afraid and only believe the word. God is not a liar like your next-door neighbor. God is not a liar like the like the man at work. God is not a liar like whoever you know that lies all the time. Glory, hallelujah. Only believe the word. Jesus said, that if they uh, believe, it's going to be all right. In verse 37, saying, they say, they need suffer no man to follow him, say Peter and James and John, the brother of James. Now, why he didn't let these people follow them? Because all of them was involved with unbelief. Somebody told me one time, years ago, I was talking about something. They said, Derek, you think you the only one right? <clears throat> because it was a multitude of them didn't agree with. Well, I know by by scripture that the multitude is always wrong. I know that by scripture. Look at when when the children of Israel, all of them, wanted, got scared of self of Caleb and Joshua. Yet you just go and search scripture, and you find out, do the multitudes be right all the time? Do the, would the multitude have tried to walk on water and did it? No, they wouldn't have did it, because most people are led by their senses. They walk by sight and not by faith, but I walk by faith and not by sight. That's why he didn't let those boogers come, and, they, and he didn't let all the church folk. He didn't let all his disciples come. You can't let every church person come with you because a lot of them are embalmed with unbelief. So you got to continue to walk in the faith of God. Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. It said he come into the house of the ruler of the synagogue and see the tumult and them that wept and wept well greatly. And when he was coming, he said unto them, Why make ye this a do and weep? The damsel is not dead but sleeping. Now, anybody with good sense, evidently to them, Jesus didn't have good sense. See, because he didn't know she was dead. He he thought she was sleeping. So they had more sense than Jesus, which is exactly what I'm saying. A lot of y'all got more sense than Jesus. Glory, but we're going to correct that if you're here. Blessed is he that here. It says, and they laughed him to scorn. They thought it was hilarious. But when he had put them all out, he taken the father and the mother of the damsel, hallelujah, and them that were with him, and he entered in where the damsel was lying. And he took the damsel by the hand and said unto her, Talat the which she is being interpreted, damsel, I say unto thee, arise. And straightway the damsel rose and walked, for she was of the age of 12 years, and they were astonished with great astonishment. Well, it didn't, it didn't catch Jesus by surprise at all, right? Because he's a believer, not a doubt. He had life on the inside of him. That's why he said, Heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out devils, freely give, for you have freely received. Brothers and sisters, I got a lot to say, but guess what? I'm out of time. Be blessed. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day. Hello, brothers and sisters. Glad to be with you once again. You know, brothers and sisters, I exalt you to walk, be be walking by faith and not by sight. I bless you with spiritual discernment, Father. Let that spirit come alive, Lord, where they may discern, Lord Jesus, what's faith and what's sight, what's flesh and what's faith. Lord, let them be able to discern, Lord, that they may increase, Lord, in their spiritual development. Lord, give me the words, Lord, to build your spirit into them mightily, Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus. As I've been saying all week, you got some people, they're extremely body conscious. They're conscious of every flaw in their body. They're body conscious. And so a person that's body conscious, they're going to be very dependent on the physician. Now, God, you know, gave the physicians the desire to get the wisdom to give you certain elements to your body to provoke a healing, see? And it's a good thing, you know, but, you know, you need to learn to be more spirit conscious. Some people are mind conscious. They can't do anything without analyzing it with their mind. You know, um, intelligent people, brilliant people, You know, they're brilliant, but they're mind conscious, which a lot of times stop them from believing the word of God. Somebody told me one time, they say, you really believe that a virgin can have a baby, you know, and it's a good person, intelligent person. Well, see, you can't believe that a virgin can have a baby unless you are spirit conscious. See, because it don't anybody with good sense. Know that a virgin can't have a baby, right? See, with good sense, anybody know the science. They know the science. You know, that's the word they'd like to use today. The science. Well, I can give a rip about science if it don't match up with that word. See, because I'm not body conscious, I'm mind conscious. I'll just say that word. I don't want any flesh. You see what I'm saying? I'm spirit conscious. When you're spirit conscious, you can see past the mind. And you can see past the body. But I tell you, it's rough dealing with people that are body conscious and their consciousness is of the senses, which is the sight. You know what I'm saying? The five senses are the mind. If you are only conscious of that, you cannot receive spiritual things. You see what I'm saying? You have to believe what the word says over what your own opinions say. You see what I'm saying? So... I'd have set up and had, trust me, brothers, I'd have had debates with people that are that are uh, mind conscious. See, God is not a mind. God is a spirit. So we walk by faith, not by sight. Like I said, anybody in their right mind know a 99-year-old man and a 75-year-old woman that went through menopause can't have a baby, but they did, see, Abraham and Sarah. Everybody know people can't walk on water, but, see, they did, Jesus and Peter. Everybody know that a virgin can't have a baby. Anybody with good sense, but see, the Virgin Mary did have a baby. See, so I'm trying to tell you, you got to stop always being led by your mind and by your body. You got to be led by the spirit. You got to believe the words of God. You got to believe that you're healed. You got to believe that divinity is on the inside of you. How do you improve your belief in this? It's simply by confessing it. And if you don't every day acknowledge that God is at work in you, living in you, that He is your very own father, you his child, you're not in you, you are his actual child. When you believed on Jesus, got born again, you became his actual child. You can stand in his presence without any sense of inferiority, sin or guilt. You can stand in the presence of Satan without any sense of inferiority, sin, and guilt. You know, you you can stand as a master over over the devil. See, he used to be your master. See, he used to have that addiction on you, and you had to do what he said. He used to put that pretty woman in front of you. You had to have her. See, or, or vice versa, that handsome man, you had to have him. You was led by sexual immorality, some of you. But see, you're born again. You're not led by the impulses of the flesh any longer. You're not led by the impulses of the mind, which is anger that lodges in the emotions. You're not led by the flesh, by the soulless realm anymore. You're led by the spirit. Let's go to 2 Kings, the seventh chapter, and let's start at the first verse. Second Kings 7 and verse 1, it says, Then Elisha said, Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus said the Lord, Tomorrow about this time shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel, and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. Then a lord, on whose hand the king leaned, answered the man of God and said, Behold, if the Lord would make windows in heaven, might this thing be? And he said, Behold, thou shalt see it with thine eyes, but shalt not eat thereof. Now, see, this man's unbelief in the words of God is going to get him killed. If you don't believe by his stripes you're healed, you're going to die. If you don't believe no evil shall befall me, neither shall any plague come down my dwelling, you're going to make it hard on yourself. You're going to make your defenses go down. Let me keep reading that verse three. And it said, there were four leprous men at the entering end of the gate. And they said one to another, why sit we here until we die? How long is people going to sit down and take this stuff from what what's going on in the land? How long are you going you gonna to sit down till you die? Some of you don't want to work. You're going to not work till you die. You're going you gonna to drink and smoke and do dope till you die. You're going to fornicate and, and commit adultery till you die. Brothers and sisters, stop being led by the body. Stop being led by the mind and begin to develop your spirit. Begin to acknowledge that divinity is on the inside of you, and that will change the way you live when you begin to acknowledge that. Verse 4 says, if we say we will enter into the city, then the famine is in the city, and we shall die there. And if we sit here, we die also. Now, therefore, come and let us fall unto the host of the Syrians. And if they save us alive, we shall live, and if they kill us, we shall but die. And they rose up in the twilight to go into the camp of the Syrians. And when they were come to the othermost part of the camp of Syria, behold, there was no man there. Watch this. For the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots and a noise of horses, even the noise of a great host. And they said one to another, Lo, the king of Israel have hired against us the kings of the Hittites and of the kings of the Egyptians to come upon us. Wherefore, they arose and fled in the twilight and left their tents and their horses and their asses, even the camp as it was, and fled for their life. Let me stop right here and take a segue. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, cause the enemies of God, them that stand for wickedness, them that want to rule and reign over us as a tyrant, cause them, Lord Jesus, to hear a noise, Lord. Cause them to turn on one another, Lord Jesus, and cause them to flee, Lord Jesus, that want to hurt the righteous. Cause them to flee, Lord, that want to destroy the righteous. Cause them to flee, Lord, that want to spoil the righteous. And, Lord, cause the righteous, Lord, to be in great peace, Cause the righteous Lord to be in great freedom, Lord. Sparrows, Lord Jesus, from the spirit of this land, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now i will be most specific in that prayer in private, but I will give you a way that you can pray. Hallelujah. Wherefore well, they arose and fled in the twilight and left their tents. I already read that part. And when these lepers came, verse eight. When these lepers came to the utmost part of the camp. They went into one tent and did eat and drink and carried in silver and gold and raiment. And went and hid it and came again and entered into another tent and carried in also and went and hid it. Hallelujah. And they said one to another, we we do not well. This day is a day of good tidings and we hold our peace. Hallelujah. Let me stop right there because I'm almost out of time. Because the word of the Lord came forth and you have the word of the Lord written in your Bible. You're going to make it if you believe. If you only believe God's word, you'll live. But in the first part of that verse, that man didn't believe God's word, and if you'll keep reading, you'll see that he didn't make it. Be blessed, brothers. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day. I'm glad to be with you, brothers and sisters, on this Friday. It's going to be a great day. We've been having a great week. I bless you to have a great day and a great weekend. May God's grace and presence, may the joy of the Lord, Father, in the name of Jesus, I release the joy of the Lord upon the hearers of these words, and I command the spirit of heaviness to leave them now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let's go to 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter, and let's start at the first verse. It says, For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, We have a building of God and house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. Now, he's talking about your body, right? First of all, you got your natural tabernacle, it's natural earth, but you got your spiritual tabernacle, which is your body. God does not dwell in temples made with hands, but he dwells in your body because he created your body. Now it says, for we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, which is that new body, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan, earnestly designed to be clothed upon with our house, which is from heaven. You know, Paul assumed, he used the word we. He assumed that we thought like him. He said he's groaning because he's designed to be clothed With his heavenly body. Do you think like that? Do you think it's better to be clothed with your heavenly body? You know, even if you don't want to die just yet, you having the mindset that you're going to have a better body, that you have eternal life, it takes all the fear away and it intensifies your faith. Because you don't have to die. You can die when you want to go. But see, he that believe on the Lord shall never die. You believe this? That's what Jesus asked him. He said, He that believeth on him shall never taste of death. Then he asked them, Did they believe it? See, that's the thing. Do you believe Jesus? Only believe? They used to sing a song, Only believe, only believe, all things are possible. Only believe. They used to sing that. I used to listen to that old school song. So it says, If so, then. If so be that being clothed, as we shall not be found naked. For we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened. Not for that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon that mortality might be swallowed up of life. See, you have a portion of the divinity on the inside of you. You are a partake of God's divine nature. Now, most of his body is mortal, but it's a portion of immortality on the inside of you. Jesus Christ being a quickening spirit, he quickens your body now, and he's going to quicken your body in the, the days to come. But at verse 5, it said, Now he that hath wrought us for the selfsame thing is God, who also hath given unto us the earnest of the spirit. Now he gave us a, a portion of a measure of his spirit. That's what Paul is saying. He's giving us an earnest payment. You have a portion of that divine body right now on the inside of you. Now, now listen to verse 6. Therefore, we are always confident, knowing that whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Now, the reason I said that, because I wanted to get to that one scripture, but I wanted to read all of it to put it in the proper context, for we have to walk by faith and not by sight. Now, when you begin to know that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world, then you can lay hands on a sick person and speak to that cancer. And you say, Jesus is on the inside of me. I am a son of God. So I command this cancer. I have ability. And I have dominion over sickness. I have dominion over disease. I have dominion over everything that's in this realm because I'm from a higher realm. And I speak to the cancer cells. And I command you to stop dividing. I command you to stop reproducing. And I command you to die and leave this body in the name of the Lord Jesus. I say to this pain in your head, migraines, headache, pain, stop being in the name of Jesus Christ. I say to this knee. Ligaments be repaired in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then I release the divine energy of God that is flowing through my word, that is flowing through my hands if I'm laying hands into your body to effect the healing upon you. I can say to the atmosphere, because I am a son of God. I can command every demonic principality to leave my neighborhood, to leave my home, to leave my city, because I am an ambassador of Christ, I am a ruler. And I have the authority to rule and reign wherever I am. Why? Because I have God's nature on the inside of me. I am a son of God. And you are sons and daughters of God. You have the same privileges. Why? Because you are a partaker of God's divine nature. When you became born again, you became a partaker of God's divine nature. See, behold, he's given you power. That's what it says in Luke. He's giving you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and that the shell by any means hurt you. How many understand that? And the power is released through your words for the power over death and life is in the tongue. Glory. Hallelujah. So I wanted to show you that we walk by faith and not by sight before we go to Romans, the fourth chapter Romans four and at verse 17, it says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. This is what God told Abraham. Before him whom he believed, even God who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. See, God is a spirit. You are a spirit. God is not a mind. God is not a body. You have a mind and you have a body, but you are a spirit. And man communes with God through the human spirit. See, anything of the mind can be confused. So we walk by faith and not by sight. You're not moved by what you see. You're not moved by what you hear. You're only be- moved by what you believe. Only believe and all things are possible. Believe the words of God and all things are possible. When God said that he gave you power to tread on serpents and scorpions over all the power of the enemy, you need to say, yes, Lord, you have given me power to tread on servants and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. When God says by his stripes, you were here, you say, yes, Lord, by your stripes, I am here. Now, when your mind says something different, you rehearse out of your mouth what God says. When your body says something different, you rehearse out of your mouth what God said. Now, see, at verse 18, it says, who against hope believe in hope other words, it didn't look good. But Abraham believed what God said, that he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Abraham only believed what God said over his mind and over his body. Verse 19, it said, And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. When he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but he was strong in faith, giving glory to God. I don't care how it's looking in your finances. I don't care how it's looking in your job search. I don't care what the boss man saying. I don't care what they're saying. I don't care how it looks. Your God supplied all your need. My God supplied all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. They can say what they want. They can think what they want. But I am their master. I am the master of the people who are cornered. I am the master of this generation. Glory! you are masters of this generation. Why? Because you have God's spirit on the inside of you. You have the powerhouse on the inside of you. You are partaker of God's divine nature. And his spirit becomes stronger and stronger and stronger as you confess it every day. Uh, uh, Limited confession, limited power. Abundance of confessions, abundance power. As you confess what you are in Christ, the power that you have, that you are a son and daughter of God, that He is living on the inside of you, that eternal life is on the inside of you, that healing is on the inside of you, that, that money is on the inside of you, the ability to get money, the power to get wealth, that you make the wealth come. You say, You know what? My finances, uh uh-uh, uh, I have. My God supplied all my needs. Uh, Ministers, spirits, go and bring that money in. See, it says He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith. Giving glory to God, being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. God would do what he said he'll do. Be blessed.